welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Now, I was going to say it's funny, but it's not really funny. I mean, it's not sad, but it's not funny, ha-ha. But actually, I would say around two years ago, my most asked podcast question, I get asked lots of questions, but my most asked podcast question was, so Charlotte, what is a podcast? Then I'd say around this time last year, it began to change as people began to understand what podcasts were more talked about on the telly. You know, even Gemma Collins off TOWIE had a podcast, that kind of thing. It became more part of part of people's lives that question began to change to how long should my podcast be, Charlotte? And if you are a regular listener, I want you to join in with me when I answer that question. As long as it is interesting. And I think because I've been saying that for so long, it's now not my most asked question. Because over the last couple of months in particular, I find my most asked podcast question is actually how often should I publish my podcast? So that's what we're going to look at today. I thought if you're going to be keeping asking me, I might as well start answering. And guess what? Yeah, the answer depends on a few variables. So it's not quite it depends. That's my new version of it depends. Well, the answer depends on a few variables. So we'll look at those. We'll start off with consistency. Now, content might be queen or king, whichever way you look at it, whoever your ruler is. But there is another C word you have to bow down to as well. And that is consistency. Being consistent with your podcast is absolutely essential if you want to become part of people's lives. Sounds a bit dramatic, but it's true. Think about it. We all tend to have routines and we tend to fix things to those routines. For example, when I go out for my runs and I'm running three, four, five times a week, I will listen to a podcast and whichever day of the week it is depends on which podcast I listened to. So I will listen to a podcast on the day it comes out generally. So I will associate that day's run with that podcast. So on a Wednesday, I will tend to run whilst listening to Seth Godin's Akimbo podcast. It's around 30-ish minutes, which is about my, my run on a Wednesday. At the weekend, when I might be doing a bit of a longer run, I might listen to, and don't judge me, but I might listen to Joe Marler's podcast because it's very funny. I do have a childish sense of humour and I do love rugby. And I did fall a little bit in love with Joe Marler when I listened to his audiobook. Um, but yeah, so I will associate different runs with different podcasts and generally on the day that the podcast comes out. 
And that's what you want to happen for people as well. You want them to fix things to your podcast. So one listener got in touch with me to say that she loves listening to my podcast while she does her ironing. That's the sort of thing we're talking about here. Fixing something that is normally done on a certain day to your podcast. But you can only do that if you show up every time you say you will. If you start missing episodes here and there without warning or without explanation, not telling your audience, not telling your listener what you're doing or why you're doing it or why you're not going to be around, then you lose that association that you've worked really hard to create. And frustratingly, it's really hard to win people back when that association is lost. So what does this mean? Well, for you, it means you need to pick a publishing schedule that you have to make sure is one you can stick to. How do we do that? Well, we can figure out this schedule by looking at just how much time you have. And you really do have to be honest with yourself on this or you will struggle with consistency, which you really don't want to do. Or you'll end up burnt out because you're doing a million things all at once and you've got your podcast to do on top of that. Or worse, both. You become inconsistent and completely burnt out. That is not what we are after either. So if you have a relatively simple podcast, i.e. one voice, a simple intro and outro, no music stabs, uh, no sound effects or so on. One pretty much like this then producing content should be fairly straightforward. Haha, <laughs> should be. If you're outsourcing much of your podcast process, as I talked about in last week's episode, again, with a bit of planning, a bit of thought involved, it should be pretty straightforward, so it shouldn't take up too much of your time. However, if you've got guests or multiple co-hosts, people whose diaries need coordinating, then that might take up a bit more of your time. There are, of course, ways to mitigate this time suck. I think that's the right word. You can batch your content. You can record multiple episodes in one go. Outsource as much as possible as well. So really making sure that you're making the most use of the time that you have available. However, if you know you've only got two hours a week to produce a podcast and you want that podcast to be an all singing, all dancing documentary production type thing that should be on Radio 4, then you need to decide if you're going to compromise quality or quantity. And if you need a clue as to which one you should sacrifice, I'm going to give you the clue. Sacrifice quantity. Honestly, I would much rather listen to one solid gold episode of your podcast a month that is beautifully produced, has the most gorgeous sound effects, if that's what you want, backing tracks, all of that, than for you to put down one ropey episode a week with rubbish editing, naff soundtrack, jolts here and there. Honestly, quality wins in this instance. If you're going for a full-on quality uh, production, you need to produce a quality production and honestly sacrifice the quantity so the quality wins. So if you know then that your time constraints mean you can only do one podcast a fortnight or one podcast a month, then do that. Honestly, it's fine. Do it well and stick to it. And 
with everything in podcasting, it's all quite fluid. So you can always up your frequency if you get to the point where you can. But I would always overpromise. No, not overpromise, under deliver. What is it? Over deliver. We'll just stick with over deliver as I try and forget to say, yeah, over promise, under deliver. No, do not do that. Over deliver every single time or something. Maybe plan your episodes a bit better than I do. <laughs> I do plan my episodes. Another thing that you need to consider when deciding your publishing frequency is what are you talking about? Something I could have considered as well today, it seems. I actually mean not, you know, what are you talking about, but your topics. Is there enough for you to talk about and not be boring so that you're not repetitive and you can keep what you're doing really fresh at the rate that you want to publish? So I know people who do daily podcasts and yes, these do tend to be more your bite-sized podcasts and very much focused on current affairs. I really do marvel at their ability to turn them around and get the content out on time and keep what they are talking about so fresh. I'll be honest, it reminds me of the radio treadmill that I used to be part of when you're churning out material. And I say I used to be part of it. It absolutely is a past tense. It's not for me doing that anymore. But you might want to consider doing a daily top tip, for example. And with the popularity of Instagram Reels and TikTok at the moment, those very quick hits, it could be something you could combine with your TikTok or Instagram Reels strategy. If you want to go down this route, then I would really, 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 really suggest you should at least consider no more than consider, you should really do this in a batched session. So batch your episodes together. So you've got that buffer when you get one of those days, because one of those days turns into one of those weeks, one of those months, one of those years. So if you have got a few of those episodes ready, schedule them to go out, then you have that buffer for when you can't do it one day. So if you do have plenty to talk about or you have a subject that is evolving all the time, current affairs or something you're, you're doing is really kind of everything changes all the time, then absolutely weekly or fortnightly might be preferable over monthly because you want to be relevant. You want to sound like you are on top of what you are doing and you want to be at the forefront, the vanguard of your industry. So think about that. Then we've got to look at the audience I know them, the people that are going to be listening to you. You need to look at them, maybe not, you know, properly like staring at them. That's a bit weird. But you need to look at your audience and what they are up to because they need to have the time to keep up with your publishing schedule. So here's a confession. I used to watch EastEnders quite a lot years and years ago, but I stopped and I stopped really watching and caring about EastEnders when they cancelled the Sunday Omnibus all those years ago. Now, of course, I have access to the iPlayer where I can watch all the episodes that I missed during the week. 
But there was something about just flopping on the sofa on a Sunday afternoon and having the omnibus there ready for me. I also think there might well have been an element of reminiscing of sort of childhood, well, teenage, it wasn't a child, child, teenage Sunday afternoons when I should have been in my bedroom doing homework, but instead I watched EastEnders after a big Sunday lunch. And if I was upstairs in my bedroom doing homework, I was actually upstairs in my bedroom watching EastEnders on the TV I was allowed to have in my bedroom. But the fact is, I don't have time during the week to watch soaps of an evening. I don't watch much TV of an evening because I used to do things in the evenings. Do you remember doing things, do you? Because I can just about. But seriously, I used to have running club, hockey used to go to, I used to go to rugby training. So that was most evenings gone. And the evenings that weren't doing anything, I was usually just like catching up with my husband and going, hello, I still exist, do you? Yes, yes, we still exist. I'm still alive. So I just didn't have the time to watch during the week. And the Sunday catch-up was just perfect. And it was there for me without me having to think about it too much. You'll be pleased to know I have since replaced EastEnders Omnibus with the Archers Omnibus instead. But again, that's because even though I'm not necessarily going out of an evening anymore, I don't have the memory power to remember to listen to the Archers every day at seven o'clock or just after seven o'clock news or at two o'clock when it's on the next day as well. I don't. And I know that's more about me than it is about anybody else. But I know I'm not the only person in the whole world who doesn't have that kind of power to remember to listen to something every day. So maybe it's something you should consider. What is your audience doing? What do they have the capacity to do? Do they have the space in their day and in their mental capacity as well? Because we've all got so much going on in our brains at the moment. So much. Do they have the space to listen to a daily, a weekly, a fortnightly or monthly podcast? If they miss one, do they have to catch up? Do you have to listen to every single episode or can you dip in and out? And if they do have to listen to every single episode, if they're on a daily, if you're on a daily schedule, do people have time to go and catch up? And if they don't, well, that's it. They're gone. You've lost them as a listener. Is that it? As much as creating a podcast has to fit in with your life, listening to a podcast and being part of that podcast community has to fit in with your listeners' lives too. And you really have to keep that in mind when you're deciding how often you are going to publish. Another good thing to keep in mind is the fact that we are creatures of habit. We love a routine which is why lockdown has been a right struggle this time, I think. Even the rubbish routines I have missed, if I'm being honest. I can't be the only person. The rubbish routines, they're part of what makes the day what it is. And for all sorts of reasons, we attach our habits to days of the week, even in lockdown. So in our house, Friday night is always steak night, ka-ching. Saturday is always the big shop and tidy up the house day, the proper tidy up the house day, you know, the mop the floor, the proper clean the house day. Sunday is coffee walk day. Now, this is a new thing that we started in lockdown. So it's a thing where me and my husband, we will walk into town, get a takeaway coffee from our favourite coffee shop. Then we go for a walk around the park. Same time every Sunday, same coffee shop, same coffee, large latte, thank you very much, and the same route. It's about four and a half miles. 
And I go so far as to even break down my weekdays to different parts of my business. So Mondays are my big ideas day. It sounds more exciting than it is. Tuesday and Wednesdays are 100% client focused. I will only do client work on those days. I mean, I do client work on other days, but Tuesday and Wednesday, it's nothing but client work. Thursday is my content day. So funnily enough, this podcast often gets recorded on a Thursday. And Fridays are catch-up days because no one wants to work on a Friday. So I'll have coffee chats and inevitably catch up with client work that I need to deal with. So sometimes stuff comes back in late or someone just sends something back. So Fridays are kind of like a mop-up day, but I tend to always have like my coffee chats with people, the one-to-ones, the catch-ups and stuff. So every day is assigned something and that works for me because it's that nice routine. Good news is, is you can absolutely use this habit thing for good, for positivity when it comes to your podcast, because you just need to pick a day of the week to release your podcast and stick to it so that Saturday is not just big shop day and do the housework day. It is podcast day, for example. Or Friday night isn't just steak night, it is a a podcast day. It's that kind of thing. Associate your podcast with a day of the week. Totally get that working for you. And it doesn't really matter which day you choose. Just choose one and stick to it. Sticking to it. That consistency thing again, stick to it. And I know I'm talking about days of the week here and you're probably sitting there thinking right now or standing or running or whatever. You're probably thinking right now, well, hang on, I'm going to need to have to release my podcast on a weekly basis if I'm going to do this. And you don't. You really, really don't. Because what I think is that we quite often fall into the trap of weekly podcasts because we're so used to TV shows being weekly. Well, Some of us of a certain age are used to everything being released weekly. And obviously now, though, we can binge the content. Do you miss that weekly wait as much as I do sometimes? I mean, I really do. I'm just like, oh, it's just the next one. It's the next one. It's the next one. It's great getting it. But at the same time, I I like that whole run up to the next week and that cliffhanger and that waiting and that being annoyed that it's a cliffhanger. But at the same time, that anticipation of next week's episode. Oh, God, I quite miss that. Saying that. The uh, new series of Line of Duty is coming back quite soon. And when that returns, I can guarantee you I will not want to wait a week in between episodes. <laughs> I will want to binge that all in one go because I love Line of Duty. But don't be afraid to do fortnightly or monthly podcasts. As a child, I was a big fan a subscriber, in fact, to Smash Hits magazine. Yep, the posters were on my wall. I sang along to the lyrics that were printed out. And that came out fortnightly. And so did Just 17 when I was a bit older. There were no posters. Were there posters in Just 17? There might have been posters in Just 17. I just remember the Agony Arm page. Now, I knew when those magazines came out and I never missed them, mainly because I was a subscriber. But also I knew what day of the week it was and I would go to the corner shop to get my coffee and while I was there some penny sweets as well obviously but that was my routine my fortnightly routine and I think it was a Thursday that it came out on on on, I think now when I was preparing this podcast I might have lost a lot of time on a smash hits fan website in my quest to find out publication day and um, because I've lost so much time looking at old copies that have been uploaded to the internet of Smash Hits magazine, um, 
I now don't really have time to go and find out if it was on a Thursday. And I'll be honest, it's not really essential to the point I'm making. But I did see some lovely Jason Donovan posters, which I recognised were on my bedroom wall. So maybe not a complete waste of time. And actually thinking about it now as an adult, most of the magazines I read, okay, they're running magazines or they're sewing magazines, they come out monthly. And that feels right for the content that they provide. So it works. I'm not sitting there going, I wish this was weekly. I wish this was weekly. I wish I could get this weekly. It should be weekly. Why isn't this magazine weekly? The content in there works on a monthly publishing schedule. So you can make it work for your podcast if that's going to be best for you. So you need to figure out where you are going to fit in with your listeners habits. So it's about understanding your listener and then not letting them down when you've become part of their routine and part of their habit. It's consistency and letting them know what you're doing at every kind of stage. I mean, not every stage, not everything that you're doing, but when it comes to publishing your podcast, letting your listener know when they will get the next episode. Communication. It's important in a podcast more than anything else. Now, one way that you can get around the anxiety of deciding how often to publish your podcast is to record it in series, seasons, whatever series. You can do a limited run of, let's say, 10 episodes. It doesn't have to be 10. It's just a number that's coming to my head. Do them on a theme, do them on a track that you can prepare in advance. Then you can record them all in advance and release them in one go for a box set style binge fest, which is much harder to say than I thought it would be. Or you can get enough done ahead of your launch to give you a buffer for the release schedule you want to go for and the publishing schedule you want to go for. Or you can record them all and have them ready to go on a weekly basis That if that's what you want to do. So if you have them in your control and you know there's a beginning and an end, you don't have so much stress about when you're going to release them. The other benefits of a series is it gives you a chance to have a break from your podcast. You can go on holiday at home. You can go and have a break away. You can go and do extra research. You're not up against a deadline every single week. It also gives your listeners the chance to have a bit of a break as well and allow them to catch up if they've missed episodes, especially if they need to listen to every episode in order and all of that sort of thing. And on top of that, it creates that desire in between series to hear the next series. I know I've already mentioned how excited I am for Line of Duty Series 6, but I'll tell you how excited I really am. I've watched and rewatched and rewatched again Series 1 to 5 in preparation. I'm even rewatching Series 2 again because it's on on Saturday nights now. That's how excited I am about the next series of Line of Duty. Okay. I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, hang on a moment, Charlotte. Just a few minutes ago, you told me I needed to be part of my listeners' habits and life. I can't break that habit. I need to just keep being there in people's lives. I can't just keep coming and going in a series style. And yes, I did sort of say that. But if you've been listening and paying attention, you will know that I've also been saying throughout this episode that what you need to do is make a promise to your listeners 
and then keep your word. Tell your listener what you are doing. Warn them it's a series. Maybe not warn is the right word, but tell them it's a series. Warn them when it's coming to the end of the series. So tell them this is the penultimate episode in this series. This is the last episode in this series. Point them where they can get more content from you. Point them to your email list. Point them to your Facebook group. Point them to your Instagram, your LinkedIn, wherever it is you normally point people to. And then you can get that fun of relaunching your podcast every time. So you get a little series two, create that anticipation, create the feeling that I have for Line of Duty series six for the next time you're starting your podcast. You get that, oh my goodness, we're so excited. It's going to be here. That launch feeling, that's quite fun. Okay, it's a little hard work, but it's good fun as well. So you get to do that. So you're staying in touch with your listener, with your audience, but you're just not necessarily staying in touch with them via the podcast. There is nothing wrong with doing series. In fact, I often tell people I wish I had started doing these as series so that I could have that break, regather my thoughts and then come back better, come back bigger and stronger each time. And then I wouldn't have to like cram a load of episodes in if I want to go on holiday or just have a few days off. There's lots of lots of good reasons to to have a series but whatever you choose to do make sure you tell your audience tell your listener keep your messaging clear and stick to it i would go always with quality over quantity don't spam people with ropey recordings ropey content because you think you need to be doing a weekly podcast no don't give them a monthly podcast that is brilliant a fortnightly podcast that is brilliant that people are going to really really value and want to consume and if you are just starting out honestly I really recommend you think about doing it as a series at least to begin with because remember nothing is permanent quite deep but I mean in a podcasting sense nothing is really permanent if you start monthly and then get to a point where actually you can do weekly podcasts do it tell people you're doing it or vice versa if you start weekly and just go oh my goodness this is far too much to deal with that's fine drop it down to fortnightly drop it down to monthly if you start as a series and then decide actually I'm loving this I'm in flow I'm going to go really really well I'm going to keep on going then do it. Just tell people. And again, if you started out ongoing, but you're there going, oh gosh, I need a break. Have a break. Come back. Just tell your audience before you have a break. Honestly, you've spent all this time building up trust in your audience, with your audience. They, they believe in you. They trust you. Don't go breaking that trust by telling people they can hear a podcast from you every week and then you rock up every fortnight, every three weeks, every now and again. That's the worst thing you can do. Stay consistent, stay clear and quality over quantity. I hope this episode has been useful for you. You can get more information from me by following me online. I'm on all the all I don't know why I made that noise all the social medias you can find me on Instagram at Charlotte Foster Podcast I'm on LinkedIn Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen I'm on Facebook at Charlotte Foster Podcast and I'm on Twitter at CF Podcasts all the social medias I don't 
It's been a long year. I will see you next week.